0: Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative.
1: I'm Rex Dufour, NCAT specialist in California, and I'm talking with farmer Chris Hay, who farms in Esparto, about his operation. With a focus on his approach to crop planning, in the context of pricing and including labor costs. So, Chris, can you briefly describe your operation? Kind of the size, what you produce, and um, about how many months of the year you produce. Number of workers, and then um, you can go into
0: kind of how you go about your pricing strategy. Uh, so, let's see. We farm currently about fifty acres. Uh, and we've been doing that for just about two years. Uh, this is our sixth year of operation, we started with just two acres and 100 hens. Uh, now, of those 50 acres, about uh, 30 are in vegetable crops. We have about 1,600 laying hens. Um, we also have uh, a little bit of orchard space that we're gonna be planting this spring, about 13 acres of citrus orchard. Um, there are about a dozen people on payroll, Um, Any given day, about seven different people or so working on the farm. Um, About 70% of our business is direct to grocers and distributors and restaurants. Um, And uh, about 25% is uh, for farmers markets we do a week. And uh, about 5% of our revenue is from a, a small CSA that we have.
1: Okay, and you have, what, 30 acres in the one location and another 20 in the second location, which isn't really being farmed right now, but getting prepped for your citrus. Right, we've been dealing with that. We took that out of production to deal with the Johnson grass issue. Okay. Okay. And so talk to me about how you go about incorporating, you know, your labor costs into your pricing strategy and, and how
0: you approach that. Um, well, I think this is really important, and that this is a key issue in sustainability, and that um, you know we can't be around to do these ecological practices uh, if we can't afford to farm profitably. Um, and so that comes down to knowing how to set prices for your products and, and plan your crop accordingly. Um, but one of the trickier things that I found when I was getting started is um, how to understand the cost per crop, and especially labor, um, in in setting my pricing. So there are two basic ways of going about setting a price. There's uh, what I call a cost-basis method or market-based method. And the cost-basis method is basically um, adding up all of the processes and and expenses that you have to produce an item and then deciding what a reasonable profit margin is for you. Um, The market-based method is just basically what can I get for it. And that's... um, in the wholesale market kind of sleuthing around different lists and kind of seeing where the market goes week to week um or in a farmer's market basis checking what that other growers that market may have um and this is again speaking for diversified vegetable growers especially right and Uh, hopefully that that cost is above your production cost well um that's what you need to try to figure out right and that's the important part is um it's not really one or the other; those. It's always a balance between the two. Um, but if you don't understand what the cost basis is, yeah, you may be trying to sell a product if you're just following the market basis uh, or market method for setting your price. Uh, and it's and that I see that I feel like I see that happen often because it's exciting to sell a lot of stuff, and you may be moving a lot of uh, product and um, grossing a lot of money. But if you're not aware of how much of your input. And, and overall expenses being allocated to that particular crop, you could, um, you know, be doing doing more harm than good for your operation, or maybe you just need to make some tweaks that can make it more profitable, um, but you need to understand those things. And it can be intimidating at first, but it's really not that complicated. Um, and I, uh, there's a method called enterprise budgeting, which is essentially looking at each crop that you grow, um, and doing a, a detailed itemized list and coming up with all of your expenses, um, uh, and then allocating a yield, and uh, determining what your average price is for, for how much you sell of something. Say, for example, um, you know, seventy percent of our business goes at our wholesale pricing tier. Um, you know, thirty percent of it goes at our farmers market pricing tier. Five percent at our what our CSA value per share would be. Uh, and then you can essentially do a profit and loss per crop. And the key to this really is for a small grower to extrapolate all of these expenses to an acre and your yield as well so then you can compare crop to crop how profitable that particular crop is for you based on um, you know your abilities to grow that crop with your equipment um, either you know resources or constraints um, and markets as well so your costs
1: as well as incomes are generated on a per acre basis correct compare you know so you
0: can compare everything Exactly. So that's how you create a profit and loss, essentially. That obviously takes quite a bit of work. If you're a diversified vegetable grower, that's also daunting because you may be growing 50 different crops. So it kind of comes down to, you know, if you're going to go to that route, once you get a template for, you know, what your average inputs and really do the some of the harder um, detective work of what your overhead is that obviously a lot of those carry out across different crops and it goes pretty quick but there's a good upfront amount of labor that goes into that richard Wiswall's book is a really good starting point for that um but there's another one that i like to use when i'm entertaining a crop or thinking about something um and it's just what i call a rule of thumb which is basically just a quick check um for profitability in a crop and that's again it's extremely approximate very simple but i, th- I find it to be a very useful tool um where I assume that for most diversified vegetable farms, we are usually highly labor-intensive, and you can, most of the people I've talked to and and ourselves, your labor expense ends up somewhere around 50% of your gross revenue. So that other 50% is split in some fraction between um, the rest of your overhead costs, which can be pretty significant as well, um, and then whatever your profit margin would be. So um, for simplicity's sake, um, I'm going to just say, let's round and say that 25% of your, general, of your gross income is overhead and, and you're shooting for a 25% profit margin. Then what you can do with a particular crop is take the market price um, and multiply that times your harvest rate, how much a person is able to harvest within an hour. And that's a really important metric to know on your farm for particular crops in particular seasons. And that changes throughout the season of the crop and in different conditions. Um, so it's important to understand those things. But if you just multiply what you can get for that product times how much of it you can pick in an hour, that number, if you assume that 50% of your in, of your gross revenue goes to labor, that number should be at least twice what it, um, your cost is to employ that person for that time. That's a bare minimum. Um, and for most farms, you need to think about the fact that that person isn't harvesting 100% of their time on a diversified vegetable farm, especially like us, we have chickens. Uh, we plan about 70% of their time is actually spent harvesting vegetables, which is a pretty high percentage as well. I feel like it took us a while to get up there. Um, but, uh, you know, so I figure if we can't pick at least, um, on average $75 worth of stuff in an hour, um, that crop is not something that we're doing really well. And again, that's just like a super quick rule of thumb. I can do that in, you know, 15 seconds if I know what the price of a crop is, um, and it can help me make some, some simple decisions. Um, or, uh, in, a, in a busy harvest day, like, uh, you know, today is for us, on, on Tuesdays and Fridays, is at the end of the day we're often making decisions on what we need to get while it's still light out. we got about 30 more minutes of light. So we may say, uh, you know, if you can do that math really quick, it, it's more valuable to us to go get, say, lettuce than it is to go get end of season peppers, that type of, um, decision making process. It gives you a, a, a quantitative tool to help, uh, help you make that decision.
1: Great. And the, the key kind of figures in this are market cost, market price, market price of whatever product you're, and then your pick rate. Correct. Yeah. Multiply those together. Those two
0: numbers and you can do a lot. Yeah. Okay. Great.
1: Thanks. That's great information.
0: You can find other episodes of ATRA, Voices from the Field, along with ATRA's other sustainable agriculture resources at www.atra.ncat.org. That's www.attra.ncat.org.